0: Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Let's get into the New South Wales squad selections. Absolutely uh, huge changes. Some obviously through injury, others through just pure selection. Uh, I mean, let's just, let's get into specifics first of the, the probably the biggest bombshell, and it was Mitchell Moses has fought his way into that seven jerseys. I've chosen to go with him over Hines and Reynolds. I just, your first thoughts on that, Smithy?
1: Yeah. Well, look, I was a little bit surprised. I think, um, yeah, and I. I've made comment on our show last week, and um, speaking with Vossi and and Brandy as well um, over the last couple of couple of Mondays, uh, I, I thought the nat- natural sort of selection process would have been Nico Hines go straight into that seven jersey. Now I, I'm not too sure it, the performance from the Sharks against Melbourne over the weekend may have you know had a huge impact on you know this selection or the or the sorry the, the non-selection of. Nico Hines. Um, I, I just thought that, you know, him being in their best 17 for game one and being involved with the squad last year as well, that, you know, he was just going to... He was the next man up. Mm. Mm. Um, and, you know, even even speaking with Brandy, I actually asked him on Monday about, you know, would Nico's performance against the Storm have an impact on his selection? And, and um, you know, Brandy actually said that, you know, you, you can't just... You know, go off one performance, um, particularly with a quality player like Nico Hines. But obviously, you know the you know Brad Fittler and and whoever else is involved with the selection was. A, they, I'm guessing they would have been a little bit spooked by that performance and and knowing that, you know, going up to Suncorp, was he going to be able to handle you know the pressure cooker, which is you know it's a it's a do or die game for New South Wales, and and would he handle that? Um, so they opted for. Um, Mitch Moses, who you know, to be fair to him, he he has been playing some great football. Had an outstanding game on the on the weekend against uh, the Bulldogs, so he's he's earned the right to you know he's recalled to this New South Wales side. I think he's he's only played the one game for New South Wales, which was Game Three in twenty twenty one. But you know he's a, he's a good player. I was just a little bit surprised that Nico Hines wasn't there.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, such a huge call. I'd love to know the. I guess the process of the selection, you know, was Nico already behind Moses going into the game or was it, you know, truly the fact that he really did struggle against um, the the storm that lost his spot? I'll be honest, me personally, I had him in my side because I, I agree with you, Smithy. I thought that um, if you're in the 17, going into game one, if Cleary was injured, there's no doubt that Hines would have been put at seven. Like he would have been, yeah. so there's no doubt. Uh, I, I, but I have to say, it did really struggle against the storm. And if I was a selector, I would be really concerned that heading up to Suncorp for a decider for essentially your debut at seven, I probably would have lent towards Moses just because of the fact that, yes, Heinz has been killing it for 18 months now at seven. There's no denying that at all. But because it's this one-off game that it all rides on that, it's it's such a risky, I guess, proposition when the game leading up where he's fighting for the jersey, he struggled to... I don't think he needed to kill it. I just think he needed to play solidly. If he struggled yeah. then, how is he going to go when even more pressure is on um, yeah. in an origin? Now, he may have absolutely killed it. We don't know. But I can. if that is the thought process of him struggling in that game and then Freddie decided to go with mm-hmm. Moses because he killed it, then I could understand that. What I couldn't understand is if he was already out of the frame after game one. That would be quite surprising to me.
1: Yeah. And I guess uh, there was a few question marks raised, wasn't there, after or coming out of game one? Was what was what was the point of the selection of Nico Hines? You know, mm. he nearly sat on the bench the entire game. Like, if if, if Tom Trebolić doesn't get um, the HIA and comes from the field, does Nico Hines get on the field? Mm. I, I highly unlikely, mm. highly unlikely. So you're sort of thinking, well, what was he there for? Like, were, were they trying to play? An origin with 16 men and just have Nico there just in case mm. I, I think they they were the questions that were being asked afterwards but yeah it, it I guess some people are a little bit confused by that and one of those people at me like that's why I said he was considered one of their best 17 players for the first match um and and now he, he can't even make the team when there's a when <laughs> particularly when there's a position available where he plays every week Mm. The number seven, yeah, but but you know it's um you know as you said mate, it's a one-off game, it's a must-win game, and you know they they've gone for someone who they believe can get the very best out of you know their footy side and guide this footy team around in a in a situation where it's a big game, Mm. it's a really big game um, for New South Wales.
0: Now thoughts on uh, Stefano uh Uto Ikamanu coming on the bench uh and Davida Pangai Jr being dropped what are your what are your thoughts about that
1: well this an, there's another one too because you know Davida Pangai Jr I thought he had a fair bit of impact in his first stint um for the Blues in game 1 I, I thought he was their sort of most aggressive ball carrier um he was very busy he was looking to you know try and you know intimidate the Queensland forwards which at times he you know he got a hold of a couple of the Maroons players but um you know the one performance and then gone yeah um uh, yeah there's obvious reasons why they've they've not selected him and and i think there's there's been some comments around those reasons as to you know they didn't feel that he was the right person to, to have there in game two so um big stefano he gets his opportunity i've been watching a little bit um of his season so far he's a he's a uh He's got great impact with you know his um, with his style of play like he's a he's a big young man, carries the ball strong, um, will be coming off the bench. so I'm not too sure what part of the game we will see him um, injected, whether it be you know maybe halfway through the first half, late in the first half, maybe maybe it might be early in the second half, I'm not too sure, but um you know he's I think he's been put into this side to have some sort of impact off the bench. Um, to bring some high energy efforts, um, the one the one selection I, I really do like about New South Wales is Reece Robson. Mm. I think that's you know he he's been knocking on the door now for a couple of years. His performances for the Cowboys have been outstanding. He's been one of their most consistent players over the last two years, um, and I really think that you know of course Abby Korosau out injured. Um, if he wasn't injured, he'd be there again, um, but. Reese Robson gets the opportunity now um, because of those those performances for the Cowboys. He is he's a tough, he's like an old school dummy half. He, he's very tough and he's got you know he's only a little fella, but he's pretty robust. He, he likes running the football. He's got a really really crisp pass out of dummy half. I think out of all the nines in the competition, campy, he's probably got the most consistent uh, you know. Sharp, long ball out of out of all of them. Yeah, well, where you know, like so Moses and and Luai, they can they can get wider wider the play of the ball, and he'll he'll hit him with a bullet mm. on the chest. Um, so there's a lot of weapons to his game. Obviously, coupled with Damien Cook now coming back into the side, it's a it's a real threat that they have is is that 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 combo um, dummy half uh, um, role that they'll have for game two.
0: I love the selection of Reese Robson. And, I, you know, you've got the the mental side of things where he, you would say he's origin-made, he's built for mm. origin. But I even think he's actually tactically built for the modern game of origin. That small, nuggety, quick leg speed forward that mm. seems to really uh, impact the game because the game speed has just increased so much. I mean, we look at guys like Liam Martin, Cam Murray, we look at Cotter. Mm. Like, the leg speed and that compact kind of frame... It's, yep. It just does damage every origin, especially the last couple of years because of quick play of the balls and the wrestle's not as bad. Yeah.
1: And it wouldn't surprise me at all. Look, it wouldn't surprise me to see him start the game. I agree. Just <clears throat> yeah. just because of, you know, he, he's, he's a good little defender as well. He's pretty strong. He holds his ground against the big fellas. Um, and he's got pretty good tackle technique where he can get underneath, you know, the taller um, front rowers that are that run the ball at him. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if he starts, but... Um, you know, it depends on the tactics, right? Like, how will they want? Will they want a fast start? Oh, I think they will. I think they'll. I think they'll go and try and attack Queensland's middle, um, middle third. Though I think they'll try and they'll send, you know, Turbo in there. They'll send, um, you know, Latrell in there. They'll send, um, Tedesco in there. And when they can get some quick play the balls and roll ons, that's when they'll ask Cookie to, to get running and get forward through the middle. So. Um, that sort of – it counteracts what I just said about, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if Reece Robson starts. But it all comes down to the tactics and, and what they're looking for. I reckon they'll look for a hot start. Cookie, they'll want him out running early, and then they'll bring, bring Reese Robson on late. See, I
0: I actually think they might start Reece Robson for the physicality and, and spare yeah, Cookie right. for the speed. And yep. so you actually go, okay, physicality first 20 minutes. We want someone that is probably – younger, more robust at this stage of his career. And then we bring Cookie and we say, Cookie, mate, we just want you are the quickest dummy half in the competition. We just want yeah. pure speed through the middle while the boys are fatigued. I mean mm-hmm. it's it's a flip it's honestly it's just a flip. You could either start try yeah. to start with speed or yeah. start with the physicality.
1: Yeah well you know and the thing the thing is too Kempi like Reese Robson he's no slouch either. Yeah. Like when he when he runs the football like he's got some pretty good speed as well. Not not like Cookie but he's he's got decent speed. Um, you know, he's one of the quicker number nines running around the competition. It all comes down to their tactics Mm. and their game plan. Like, that's what I'm saying. And if they're looking for a really, you know, hot, you know, fast, powerful start where they just come out and just explode out of the blocks. And, you know, they really want to try and do some damage on the scoreboard early. I think they'll start with Cook if it's the other way around where they say, right, let's, let's get out there and, you know, we want to be physical. Um, let's start big and, you know, sort of, you know, protect um, Damien Cook from the first sort of 20 minutes and then unleash him. Well, it'll be, it'll be Robson starting. So um, yeah, a little bit rides on, on what their game plan and their tactics are, but either way either way it's you know they're in a really good position with their nines
0: we're going to head to a break after the break we're going to share our best hands thanks to schnitz